welcome to the Engine Room Podcast. Your host, Cami, the coach and creator of the Fit Life Coaching Program. This podcast has been designed to remove the barriers to get you moving to your ultimate dream, body, mind, and health. As ambitious men and women, we know that health is the ultimate driver to your success. In this podcast, we'll be discussing everything you need to get you thriving nutritionally, thinking clear so you can have high performance habits and productivity, and getting you training fitter, faster, stronger, and the best shape of your life. The goal is now. Let's dive in, let's get you winning, and let's get you thriving. Team, this week's podcast is an absolute belter, so I'm going to dive in. This is something that I'm really passionate to help everybody with. Today, what we're going to be talking about is results. Like when it comes to Inside the Academy, it is all about helping you step forward to results. I want you to get the best result possible. And when it comes to getting results, a result, a reflection of what we normalize. And the problem we've often faced is we often get really good at normalizing being overworked, being stressed out, being run down, being tired, being exhausted. Why? Because it's easier for these things to happen because of the stress of day to day the anxiety of day-to-day, the frustrations that the day-to-day holds, because that's what we're faced with every single day. When it comes to it, we want to help people step forward. And helping people step forward is challenging the things that often enough we go back to in comfort and normalize. When it comes to helping people step forward, there's four main facets to transforming. There's training, there's steps, there's food, and there's sleep. And frustratingly, we often normalize stress a lot these days. We work harder, we push yourself more, we work longer hours, we've got demands of kids, we've got personal demands, we've got relationships. Pretty much in the past few years in particular, it's actually been easier to get out of shape than it has been to get in shape because it's not been an easy time. And when it comes to stepping forward, it's challenging what we normalize. And as humans, what we have is a natural ability of habituation. Habituation is how we deal with stress. It's our natural coping mechanism. It's pretty much when something gets stressful, what we look to do is normalize it, bring it down to a normal level so we can manage it. Whenever some kind of trauma kicks into play, what happens is we normalize it. You might start a new job and you feel like you have to work extra hours to get it up. But then over time, you normalize the fact of working extra hours. It might be that uh, as a parent, you're maybe stretching yourself all over the place and before you know it you normalize the fact that it's normal just to drive it left right and center all over the place and not have any time for yourself sometimes i will maybe wake up feeling anxious and a looming feeling of failure overwhelm frustration that imposter and before you know it you normalize this feeling and feel like you're not good enough for things habituation is all about what we normalize and this is a result 
Like results are a reflection of what we normalize. And what we want to do is we actually just want to normalize your health and well-being being top of the priority list because it's actual simple practices we can put into play. When it comes to it, our four main facets, train, steps, food, and sleep are the key areas that we really strive forward. I want you to think about normalizing 10K steps is what you do. Normalize the fact that eating good quality food is what you do. Training three to four times per week is what you do. When it comes to helping people step forward, it's about understanding that we are human and we're going to make mistakes. But what we want to understand is our fallback plan is what we normalize ourselves to. And if we normalize ourselves going back to where we first started by stress and overwhelm, what happens is we reverse engineer. And what we're doing is we're trying to build up to us leading a healthier lifestyle, whereas actually making a stand of going, that is no longer me. That is no longer what I do. I was not happy then. I want to lead from uh, happiness and content and driving forward. When it comes to stepping forward, Ben asked a really great question. He asked, um, what was my biggest struggle when it comes to uh, getting results that I want? And it's actually the same struggle that I still have today, every single day. Every single day, at some point, there is this imposter, this emotion that often leads me astray. And it's actually your ability to reflect and plan that helps you step forward. See, imposter syndrome is a really, really common. Emotion is really, really common. In actual fact, imposter syndrome, uh, for me, is something that is led on by emotions. Like Emotions are the heart of it. Especially when I was younger and I was teaching swimming, One of the big things that when it came to teaching swimming is that a lot of the time you get caught in a bubble. And when teaching swimming, I was teaching people to go into club and I was in a club, but I was in an entry level club and I I kind of, I I did well, but I never really took it that far. I wasn't really interested in swimming being my main facet, our main area of expertise that I really want to go down. I was just really good at teaching it, engaging with it. And I was in my element, kind of like bringing people up to club level. But there was a fixed mindset of an imposter that I created because I didn't want people to see me as weak. And the emotion was, I didn't want to feel vulnerable. I didn't want to be seen. I was scared. So therefore, I had this very fixed mindset that I needed to be perfect all the time. I created this imposter of, I know exactly what to say, rather than put my hand up and going, that's out of my expertise. I created this because I didn't communicate well. I was unconfident. I was unsure. I was stepping out my comfort zone. I really struggled with that in emotions. And it led me to being very fixed mindset of this is the way to do it. It's all or nothing. Do it this way. And this is exactly what the all or nothing approach is. It's ultimately what we're doing is we're normalizing that emotional overwhelm is what we need to act on. And it leads to an imposter syndrome, a feeling of, I can't do certain things, or that is not right. I can't do that. It's all or nothing. And when it comes to it, this is a big reason now that I'm so transparent and I share a lot is because if I share open and honesty, where is the imposter? How can I be an imposter if I'm sharing open and honest transparency? Big problem a lot of the time faced is when my emotions are high, my intelligence level is really low. And that's not just myself, a number of people. I mean, if you think about it, when emotions are high, we often make our most ridiculous mistakes when we're frustrated and we look at things we do when we're frustrated, it's often the most ridiculous things. Whereas when I'm, like, what we want to do is normalize what we actually struggle with. 
And when it comes to stepping forward and getting results, what we've got to look at is going normalizing the actions we put in place so that even when we're on a bad day, we still hit the key things that are going to help us step forward. We're still hitting 10,000 steps, even though we've got a crappy day. We're still eating good food, even though we've got a crappy day. We're still hitting our training. The big problem often faced is whenever we're, we don't normalize these actions is we're trying to build up to these actions. And then when we have a bad day, our standards drop. Whereas what we want to do is hitting our 10,000 steps. Well, that is something that we're going to hit. That is something that we make happen. Because if you normalize that and actually you push, it's 11,000, it's 12,000 steps. Eating good quality food, planning your food. That's a normal thing because you go for your food shop and instead of winging your food shop, you've got a structure that's going to help you have good food. Less stress. Like a lot of the time is we just try and wing, wing it. And when we wing it, what often happens is we go back to the old habits. One of the biggest reasons people struggle with their food relationship is because they wing their food shop. They go to old habits, they just grab and go. And then when it comes to food, they're trying to make a good meal out of their food choices, but the food choices aren't there because they winged the food the, the prep. A lot of the time when we look at things at source, that is where we want to help step forward. And if we want to get a result, what we've got to look at is going, right, well, where is the, uh, where is the struggle? So the, a couple of common struggles that I see a lot of, stress, emotions, anxiety, low confidence, poor communication, low energy. And then when we look at it, what is the first thing to go? What is the first thing that goes whenever we have high stress? What is the first thing that goes when we have emotions? What is the first thing that goes whenever we have anxiety, when we have low confidence, when we have poor communication, when we have low energy? So I'm going to share with you what often happens. Whenever people have high stress, often enough, the first thing that goes is they don't track their food. And when they don't track the food, it's because they've made a food choice that isn't quite where they want it to be. And they don't want to be judged. So therefore they don't track the food. The next thing that goes is often maybe a training session. Then before you know it, steps are off. So like a lot of the time, the reason steps are usually last to go whenever it's stress is because steps are a stress-free way for us to burn calories. We can actually manage that. Um, whenever highly stressed, if we've had a poor food choice, exercises often enough, it's quite hard to sustain. So food choices is usually the first thing. So when it comes to it, the key area is working on stress and keeping your food choices, being really focused on that. Because whenever you have good food, often enough, we have good energy to go and train. So if we take that on, what about emotions? So for me, emotions, well, actually, food choices isn't actually the issue when it comes to meals. It's actually the snacking around and comfort eating in and around. So emotions is often enough are snacking. So it's looking at the times in which we're snacking. And if we can identify that relationship, because whenever we have emotions, what often happens is we'll maybe overindulge in comfort eating foods in and around. It's probably around about seven o'clock time at night where we're sitting on the sofa and we're just feeling run down. What happens next is, uh, well, steps tend to go because we're just comfort and then we just need a little bit of comfort. We maybe train because like we feel good after our training sessions. We sometimes get a wee high, but it's actually, it's food and and then what happened, like our snacking, and then what happens is uh, our steps tend to go. And then before you know it, training tends to go off the wagon. So see the knock-on effect, it's the train effect. Anxiety. So we wake up and we feel anxious. So we feel overwhelmed. We feel run down. So the first thing to usually go is the stress levels of exercise. And then after that, food choices afterwards. And then after that, our steps, our communication tends to drop off. 
usually when it comes to anxiety, actually, it usually goes anxiety. If people are waking up and they're feeling anxious, it's usually um, our training goes first, then our communication, or sometimes it's our communication, then our training. So when it comes to anxiety, it's bridging that gap of just going, right, okay, communicate early of what we struggle with. Let's normalize it and let's get an action plan. Manage the energy levels. Don't go in and create PBs in the gym. Just get a steady state going. Low confidence. Often enough, it's tracking in general, tracking uh, progressions. Uh, so that might be your progress logs. Um, common, common, common mistake when people uh, struggle with confidence is they don't track their progress logs because they're worried about progress. And that's a sign, like track what you want to see change. Because if we don't track our progress log, what then happens is confidence drops. And before you know it, it's maybe three or four weeks and then something else has dropped, usually food. Then it's our exercise and steps are in and around. And then what happens is we're wanting to see a change, but we're not really sure. And especially if it's few and far between, we feel like overwhelmed. So if confidence is low, what we've got to do is get really good at confidence building actions, confidence building actions, keeping progress logs up to date on a regular basis, because we'll actively keep ourselves accountable on doing the confidence actions. We'll then also raise our standards in and around of making sure that we communicate well. And big thing about confidence is about building up your, uh, your, your ability to share. If we don't share, what happens is we tend to hide mistakes rather than actually sharing when we've made a mistake and make changes about it. Like the big thing about confidence is building it is about doing the things that help communicate across. So confidence is all about stepping forward. When it comes to poor communication, so if we struggle to communicate across, what happens is um, complacency kicks in. So first thing that kind of goes when it comes to uh poor communication is often enough maybe like we distance ourselves and then we get a fixed mindset of oh that doesn't work for me and then that doesn't work for me i need this i need this and then what happens is when poor communication is we just internalize and we say what we want when we want it rather than what we need when we need it the problem is with communication if communication breaks at points what can happen is we internalize a lot of negative thinking and we lead off of the old environment because we create a disconnect. And it's how, with poor communication, it's exactly how a fixed mindset goes down the road. Of, uh, and a fixed mindset is quite a dangerous place to be in because it can go really negative really quickly. So what we've got to do is build up, never isolate. That's why we've got the 24-hour rule. Never struggle in silence, never suffer in silence. Communicate, making sure that we're open, transparent. If you're open and transparent, you'll always get an open, transparent uh uh, result you're always got an open transparent reflection and you'll get the help when you need when you need it a lot of the time we'll say what we want when we want it because often enough when we're communicating uh, peer communication stress levels are really really high because things have snowballed on top of things and ultimately what happens is we feel run down because we feel like everybody's ganging up against us but actually when we don't communicate when we're struggling or when we've got overwhelmed then that's when we'll get caught up so when it comes to helping step forward these are key things. Low energy. If we have a day of low energy, we can hit that can't be asked. And often enough, food choices just become very similar to comfort, where they become high energy. We tend to lackluster in our training efforts. Steps usually can be in and around there, but over time they'll drop. So, but it's usually food choices tend to go. It's usually kind of like raiding the cupboards just more and more often. And pretty much what happens there is it becomes frustrating. So these are the kind of key things. And the reason I know these inside out is because one, 
as a coach, I, I've seen these umpteen times. Um, but actually, as a person, I've experienced every single one of these. As a person, I've experienced every single one of these mistakes, and they all have actions to overcome. If you are stressed out, planning is essential because you know the direction of where you're going. Plan your days so that you know what's going to happen in your day. And that way, what we're then doing is making sure that your actions are normalized in your day. Even when stressed, you get your steps in, you get your food choices in, and you get your energy levels. If your emotions are quite high because there's a lot of things going on, one of the big things there is making sure that you take the time to reflect, celebrate your wins, plan your week, and communicate. They are the key things because you'll get everything you need to normalize and be supported. Communication to be supported. Accountability isn't just about uh, pushing in what we need to get done. It's supporting you when we're down so that we get to where we want to be. Anxiety. If we are anxious, frustratingly enough, the biggest thing about anxiety is that we need to have a plan. If we don't have a plan and we don't plan, we make things 10 times worse because we think of the worst case scenario and we end up doing lots of task hopping little bits and we'll maybe do bits of this, bits of this and we'll go all or nothing. And it creates a really rocky syndrome. So what we've got to do is create a normalized plan that you can fall back on. And when we normalize the 10K steps, our training, our food choices are just what we do. It means that we're not stretching 15K steps as our normal. It means that we're not creating an un unrealistic expectation. We're creating our gear system. We're creating that ability for us to lean into. When it comes to confidence, the big thing about confidence is all about embracing that celebration of your wins, managing workloads, working to tasks and chunks. So giving yourself realistic workloads, plan your days and look at it and go and write, is this going to be a draining day? Okay, so what do I need to do by the end of the day? Look at your day ahead and almost forecast. So what's going to happen that day? How are you going to feel? So we're not going to feel run down. And then when it comes to it, communicate across what went well, what didn't go so well, and then that way we can move forward with things. Confidence building actions are all about communication and going through how we talk to not just yourself, but others on how you are experiencing, being transparent so we can help you step forward. Communication. If communication is low, then what happens is we end up in that bubble. So the key thing about communication is being effective. It might be that actually we reduce it to actually being more proactive, but think about communication as a game of table tennis. What we want is a rally. We don't want somebody just absolutely hurdling in, ace, 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 which is why you'll maybe notice sometimes I'll give you a little bit of space where sometimes I'll be on you like a, like a, a, a hound. And it's all about communication on like a game of table tennis. And if we isolate, what happens is we often get, we often feel like we're just getting grannied because there's a message after a message after a message after a message. Whereas what we've got to do is we've got to return. Sometimes we even have to serve and really reach out. If energy levels are low, we've got to look at making sure we get our sleep, our energy inputs, sleep, our food choices, they're all in line. So we've been really good at our tracking. Remember, it's looking at the first facet that goes. Is it your training? Is it your sleep? Is it your steps? Is it your, uh, your food choices? What is the first facet based on these dimensions? And it might be that your struggle that you have might not be stress, might not be emotions, might not be anxiety, might not be confidence, might not be poor communication, it might not be low energy. It might be something else. But what is the first facet that goes? What is it in regards to our training, regarding to our steps, regarding to our sleep, regarding to our nutrition? What is it? Because if we don't, what happens is we grab and grow a meal deal. 
Then we feel like we're not good enough and then we grab a Mars bar. Then we train to sweat it out and then we're burnt out. We feel out of control and can't push. We feel unstable, just comfort, and there's limited communication, so we struggle in silence. Or we're triggered and what other people do, we compare, and then we just see something else and we just end up hopping and we don't fully commit. In actual fact, if we work on the source of where we're stuck, what is the first thing to go? We work on that, create that action plan. What is the action that could help with that? What does it look like in an ideal world? What does it look like in a world that we're struggling? Now put that into practice. What then happens is we start to see. So there's a couple of key things that we can do to really help you with that. Number one is every single morning, either write or look at your goal, read it, physically read it, what you want to achieve. Because if we don't, what happens is we task hop because we don't really know what we want to achieve. It may be a bit of this, a bit of that. I might want to work on my food. I might want to work on my training. I might want to do this. I might want to spend more time with people. Uh, I might want to build my confidence levels up. And we just do little bits of everything and feel like we've done nothing. So spend time dedicating it just to a goal. And it might be that you're working on just small things. Like it might be working on food choices and just dialing in 10 key steps and your training, normalizing that. Plan your day around your goal, around it. Make sure that you have your goal actions. All goals have actions. Not all actions have goals. So what are the key actions we need to put into play? And when it comes to your yourself, the key at the, the main facet you need to work on, the first thing that's often to go, plan that in, get the hard task done first, get that done early. So if that is tracking your food on MyFitnessPal, do it in advance, get it done in advance. If that is your training sessions, get them done early. If that is your daily steps, get that done early. If that is your bed, your sleep routine, make sure that we're getting ourselves to bed at a set time, get it done so it's like literally, we're making these actions. Because when it comes to results, results are what we normalize. And if you normalize your actions in your day, you transform. And then what happens is you can then push and accelerate. Because what we want to do is we want gear one to be just normalized. Normalized your result actions. 10K steps, hitting your training and, and having your food choices, like tracking your food. Gear two might be that you're going to hit 11K steps. You're going to hit your training you're going to track your food. Gear three might be that you're going to hit 12K steps. You're going to set three PBs each week and you're going to hit, track your food. Gear four might be the fact that you're doing 15K steps. You're hitting three PBs every week. And then you're, if you're on a calorie deficit, it might be you create an extra calorie, couple of calorie deficit uh, calories by adding a cardio session or dropping your calories by 100 calories each day. Gear four, gear five might be that you're hitting 20,000 steps and you're hitting every your training sessions and you're adding in an extra run every week and you're tracking your calories like every single day. When it comes to it, okay, what we've got to look at is like, when do we get stuck? And it's going to be hard. There's going to be times that we're going to be hard. Like frustratingly results don't happen when we miss out the weekend. Like I know that the weekend is often downtime, but if we miss out the weekend, what happens is things often go off plan because that's where we feel that we create these guilt and it's those fat looking at the weekend of going, right, where does that facet drop? And let's put it into practice. Let's lean into it. And we all have lives. Like it's all about making sure we have balance, but what we want to do is remove the all or nothing and install balance. All or nothing isn't balance. What is balance 
is your ability to go down a gear and enjoy. So if you're having a drink at the weekend, okay, no problem at all. But if we're old enough to drink, we're old enough to make sure we get our steps in the next day. Like, and that's all we want to do is what could we improve? What do we need to improve? What do we actually struggle with? Like, and being open and transparent with myself, like one of the things that I do struggle with is often enough, like my dad actually said this to me. He's like, Cammy, you can wake up some days and you can feel like a failure. Just it's in your nature. This is just sometimes you wake up and you will feel like you're failing. And when that happens, like I often become very skittish, my food choices, my organization skills, my structure, like all goes to pot. And often enough, my training, I train at a, like a fraction of the capacity of what I'm doing. I'm trying to play it safe so I can now save my energy for elsewhere. And I don't get any fulfillment. I don't feel it's recognized. I don't feel it's this. I don't feel it's that. And I create these stories in my head of what doesn't happen. In actual fact, what is really important is I continue the road of, right, all goals have actions. Not all actions have goals. And I enjoy planning every single day. I enjoy reflecting every single day. I do these every single morning and every single evening because it helps me. It's a, a health action that really dials things in. When it comes to food choices, like I've got to a change that I really, really appreciate it. So I'm aware of the food choices in and around. We don't want to be tracking our food in MyFitnessPal for the rest of our lives. So what's really important is we understand and we're not tracking food, we're tracking changes, tracking the changes you make to your food choices that would lead you off plan. So instead of comfort eating with uh, Easter eggs, what do we do differently? Like I've noticed this week is that I, I've been training later and my Easter eggs this year have lasted so much longer because I'm not actually on the sofa at 7 p.m. festering on an Easter egg. Whereas normally I'd eat it in a one So uh, you're tracking changes. I'm actually noticing that if I actually train later on, I'm actually, when I'm normally just festering on food, that's not actually happening. I'm actually taking myself out of that. Like when it comes to uh, results, guys, what we've got to look at is going, right, where do we actually struggle with? Like we all have struggles and it's what happens when we struggle is going to be the result of uh, the result we get because we normalize what we want. I want you to think about it, normalizing your agenda. No more are we normalizing stress, overwhelm, frustration, anxiety, like uh, low self-confidence, poor communication, low energy. We're not normalizing that anymore. We are stepping forward to be your fittest, your strongest, your most energized, your most confident self. Imagine it in and around a busy schedule. Why? Because you normalize the actions that get you there by making it more manageable. Like 10 key steps is roughly about an hour, 15 minutes. And if we wake up at 7 a.m., we go to bed at 10, that's 15 hours. And if we say we do like a 20 minute walk, okay? A 20 minute walk. That means we're looking for 55 minutes of walking throughout the day. Now that might be, we do small things. A couple of things that I do that help me with my steps. And I normalize 12,000 steps as my day to day. Now, I, that might be that I park my car and I walk to the, uh, the gym and it's a thousand extra steps. It might, like another action I do is I actually walk around the block before I come into the car, I come in from the car. It's normalizing your actions that help you step forward. And it's when the more actions that you normalize that are for you, the actual more self-worth, the energy, the confidence to just say, actually, I'm not people pleasing anymore because I'm doing this because it makes me a better person for me, for family, for kids, for partners. It enables you to feel your best self. So when it comes to all goals have actions, not all actions have goals, what we've got to look at is 
What do we need to normalize first? What is weak? What is the weak facet that we need to normalize? And what we'll find is a lot of time we create unrealistic expectations or pressures because we're holding on to old normalizing habits. Like I know the old normalizing habit I had, big one was I was sitting on the sofa from 7 p.m. and and literally festering on food. And I was wondering why I felt like I wasn't getting any downtime. And it was because I wasn't doing anything with my downtime. I was just eating food I didn't really want. That was where my biggest struggle was. Like, and I noticed this more and more and more. And I realized, actually, what am I doing at this time? Why am I using this time like this? If I want to chill out, what do I want to chill out with? And that's when it comes to your fit life is looking and going, right, well, where do we need to upgrade? Where do we need to upgrade our normalizing? Where are we just getting by? Because what we find is habituation is just creating a habit to normalize stress. And we are really good at this. And we've been challenged. And you should be incredibly proud of yourself, incredibly proud of yourself for coming through the last two years and still coming forward. And the biggest problem we've got is nobody's giving you a pat on the back. Nobody's telling you. I am. But what we've got to do is I need you to tell yourself that as well. You should be really proud of yourself. And to build that and build that change, look at going, right, where am I weak? What is the weak facet I need to help step forward? And let's focus on that. Let's channel that in. Let's challenge myself to normalize this into my day. And is it going to be hard? 100%. Is it going to be a challenge? 100%. Why? Because we've normalized other actions that haven't helped us that have driven us. And the thing is, understand, if you're not happy with where we are at this moment in time, we don't have to listen to those normalized actions. Actually, you can have everything you want when we normalize other actions that do work for you. And where there's a will, there is a way. We've just got to make sure that we're smart. We've got to make sure that we plan it out and look at our day and just go and roll. This is what I want to normalize. And how can I get that in? And it might mean that we're making changes. It might mean that I'm sacrificing that time where Elizabeth's watching Married at First Sight. It might mean that um, you're training first thing in the morning because your first thing to your first facet to go is your training. So getting your training in first thing in the morning. When it comes to it, if we wing things and we're winging it, it's guaranteed at some point what's going to happen is it's going to fall off the wagon because when faced with struggle, our facets aren't secure. So getting a routine. So like that's why again I repeat and say. Having a set time and day that you train is one of the best tools you can have in your training because it means you have a, something you can trust and rely on. It's almost like a system. It's like, nope, it's Monday. It's, I train at 3 p.m. Perfect. Done. Oh, no, it's Tuesday. All right, I'm resting today because you're then excited for your next session. You should be excited to see your results because you trust yourself. So get great at being routined with tracking the changes you want to see change. If you want to see changes in your body weight, track your body weight every single week. You want to see changes in your body, track your body every single week. You want to see changes in your mind, make sure we fill in our check-in sheets. If we want to see changes in our fitness, track your uh, your program. If you want to see changes in how you uh, communicate, make sure we communicate regularly. These are the things that help you step forward. Track the changes that help you step forward. One of the big things inside the team is helping people celebrate their wins. And it's one of the first things that actually also goes when people's confidence levels goes. So track the changes, allow yourself, give yourself permission to change. And that is where changes are made. So when it comes to helping people step forward, guys, for me, it's emotional. At this moment in time, I'm emotionally high. Why? Because I get to help share a message of how to step forward. But also at the same time, it's not about the highlight reel. 
It's not about the highlight reel. It's emotionally, how can I help people whenever actually I'm feeling quite low at points? What do I need to do there? What is it I need to do? And it's about communicating well, getting support, feeling supported. And that's, we're all in the same journey. We're all at different paces and places. And that's the exciting part about it is at this moment in time, understand that anything you want to achieve is entirely possible. But what we've got to look at is what have we normalized that isn't working? So get your diary out, use the planners, write your day out from morning to night and look at your day and what have you normalized that is just kind of like a go-to action that actually could be challenged, that actually you could put your goal in there. Because think about it as you going for a walk is you putting your goal in there. Think about it as you training is you put your goal in there. What is replacing that? I can tell you right now, when I did this for myself and I wrote out my diary and I looked at it and going, why am I struggling to get training in? And I looked every single night for an entire week, 7 p.m. I was doing absolutely nothing but sitting watching TV. And I was literally just looking going, that is it. Look at that. That is where it is. Like that's, that's, where, that's where my goal is. That is what my goal is. Show me your diary, show me your goal. And I was looking and just going, that's what I need to do. I need to change that because that's where it, my energy was. Like what I was noticing was that I'm just putting things off because I'm filling other things in. So what instead is put your diary in the occasions. And from there, I actually started prioritizing my change. Now, when I'm talking about when I did this, I'm talking about this when I first started training because I realized that I was burning myself out. I actually used to work 18 hours every single day and never felt like I worked enough. I actually used to fall asleep on Elizabeth's uh, shoulder and I used to be drooling her shoulder. She actually one time said to me that this isn't working. And that really hit home with me. She's like, we're in the point where this wasn't like, where I am today was not happening. And the goal was to shift and change my life, lifestyle because when you have a goal, a mission, a drive, that is urgency and energy towards it. And when we lose urgency towards something, we often lose energy. We lose energy towards something, we often lose urgency. So create urgency around you. You are worth it. You are worth your goal. 100%. You feeling your best self is entirely your, it's in your hands. What we've just got to look at is what's going around it. And is there pressure? Is there demands? 100%. So that's why it's really important. We look at our diary and just go, right, what isn't working for us? Because your result will lie on where we struggle. What do we struggle with? When faced with that struggle, because we can do it, we know it because we've had great days. We all get great days. It's not when we have the great days. That's the all mentality where we can go for it. It's when we have those rundown days, those nothing. How can we build up the normalized actions that help us? What is the first thing to go? Is it the fact that we're stressed out, we're like, or emotional, and actually communication is the first thing to go? Identify what is the first thing to go for yourself? What is it that we avoid whenever in those actions? Is it you avoid reaching out? Is it a, you avoid tracking your, your, your body stats, your progress logs? Is it you avoid checking in? Is it you avoid your program? Is it you avoid communicating? Is it you avoid tracking your food? What is it that you avoid whenever faced? Because identify what the struggle is. We don't need to create um, another action plan uh, script or paper because we're humans. We are humans, we're not robots. So if you're stressed, you don't need a piece of paper to tell you you're stressed, this is what you do. Actually, what we just need to do is understand what is the key action that'll help you and just go and do that. Focus your attention on that because the knock-on is you will get the other things done. You'll have self-worth, you'll have an agenda, you'll feel confident, you'll feel epic, you'll feel driven and you have a plan. 
you have a plan. So if you wake up and things aren't feeling great on that day, you still have a plan that you know you can knuckle in, you can dial in because you've normalized it. You've normalized it. 10K steps, your training and your food is your keys and you're getting to bed and X time. That's your plan. You know that. You trust that. The key is what is the first thing to go when faced with that? And there's going to be days where, do you know what? We might not get our 10K steps in, but we can always make that up. The key is communicate that across. This is what happened. This is what I'm going to do. That's what we need to think of. Solution-based. That's what we need to think of. How can we make sure that we normalize your result, normalize your goal so that we can push and we know when to push, how to push, because we normalize. If we don't have a normalize where we know where we stand, what happens is we end up not knowing how to push harder. Like one of the big, big problems is a lot of the time normalizing 15K steps and then struggling to get training in and food choices are all off. What often happens is we try and normalize and we're trying to see changes. So it ends up being more steps, food choices still off, training still off. We don't know how to push. And then we end up walking for hours and hours and hours. Problem there is we need to normalize actually taking on the hard actions and actually work from ground zero. So with it, that's all about having that accountability. I will give you all the support and the need, but also the accountability is to take action. And that's where we need to focus on. How can we focus on getting that action in play? So guys, let's dive in, okay? Like I said, this is something I'm really passionate about because I want you to step forward and get your best result. It is what I am born to do. I am born to help people step forward to achieve. Why? Because it's the thing that drives me every single day is how can I help somebody step forward and the thing I always starts with is to do that, I need to help myself step forward. I need to make those mistakes what other people don't. And I've been there and I've done so many mistakes. I've eaten crappy food and tried to get by and train it out. I've tried to wing my step count. I've tried to wing it in my days. I've tried to wing it in my confidence. I've tried to wing it with my low energy. I've tried to overwork it. I've tried to uh, overcome anxiety with just bombarding it. None of it works, guys. What I can tell you is when we have a goal, all goals have an action, not all actions have goals. And we've got to plan our days to have our actions in place. And our four facets are where it lies. Our training, our steps, our nutrition, and our sleep. Let's get those in. Because if our sleep and our nutrition power your day up, your training is to challenge you, and resting is part of training. And your daily steps are one of the keys to help nullify. Because steps are a zero, like, there's no stress involved in steps. There's no stress involved in steps. So if you're stressed, Make sure we get steps in. It's a top agenda. So what we want to do is map it out. So team, I want to share with you that I know exactly how it feels when you're chasing a result. But what we've got to do is create the normalized gear. Gear one, this is what we get done. So that when you go to gear two, you know that it's a step up. You go to gear three, it's a step up. Gear four, it's a step up. This is exactly similar to the burnout and the uh, our personal standards. This is exactly what it's based on. It's been able to communicate this across. So team, I hope this helped. It's something I am hugely passionate about. And if you have any questions on anything, feel free to fire it over. Because like I said, I love to help people step forward. I want to build up more communication and helping people really challenge. And to do that, it's two-way. I can't want it more. I know that I want to help you. So let's get you moving forward with things. So if you have any questions on your program, your training, your results, drop me a message that's exactly what it's there for because I want to help you step forward. Your key actions are based on where's, where do we struggle most? And let's implement 
implementing is the key. Implementing the changes is key because if we don't implement, we go back to. We're normalizing your result as your way of life because you deserve it.